Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello everybody, welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello Scott. Josh, my friend, one sentence and one sentence only has leaked from the Xbox era podcast by Mr. Nick Baker, dude who's responsible for leaking all sorts of different things, and that sentence is that EA are making a Marvel game. Um, now, we don't know any more than this. Baker himself says that if he got into more details, he would give too much away, and he's very much aware that he's breaking all sorts of stuff with leaks and uh, embargoes or whatever it'll be. Anyway, um, but the talking point is in itself very interesting, especially because EA have done this before. Mm. Um, only, only weirdos like us remember the likes of Marvel Nemesis Rise of the Imperfect, <laughs> which ironically wasn't very perfect in itself. <laughs> um, and there was also the fact that EA tried another brawling game in 2007, which I don't think ever really got a name, but there's a bunch of footage of it surfaced in 2015 that showed Captain America fighting Hulk, and there was a whole environmental destruction thing going on. It was very Def Jam, but, <laughs> but they didn't nail it. And so I think it's a big old talking point. What the hell do you think this game is? Well, first off, I did that big laugh at Def Jam, because I love it when you bring up Def Jam. It's like your favourite if I say it enough, ever, they'll bring it back. They absolutely will. Uh, Scott, will. as always, I am conflicted about this. I am conflicted <laughs> when EA are doing anything, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, even yeah. stuff that I should like, and I like Marvel a lot. Uh-huh. Because uh, recently, obviously, their run with licensed games in particular has not been amazing. If no. you look at their tenure with the Star Wars license from 2013 until like now-ish, because they're still kind of doing Star Wars games with Respawn in Fallen Order and some other titles mm-hmm. that they've announced, uh, it's been very hit and miss. Yes. It's been very hit and miss, it's to be uh, generous, <laughs> some of them have been good, like Fallen Order. Some of them have been completely botched, like uh, Battlefront 2 at launch. Mm-hmm. So to me, I'm like, yes, I do want more Marvel games. But I need to know how they're going to do it. And more importantly, I need to know who is going to do it. Because that's, that's EA a has a bunch of good developers. But mm-hmm. I mean, just last week or the week before, they were talking about how DICE couldn't make a game like Mirror's Edge because they're too busy on stuff like Battlefield. So mm-hmm. it's like, who are they going to free up? Uh, and how, what are they going to do with this game? Well, the thing is, I defaulted to um, making a fighting game because it was, mm. like, like I said, that's what they've done in the past. That made me think of the likes of Rise of the Imperfect. That was from a different era of gaming, though. Yes. Um, there was, I mean, EA themselves were a different beast across the 2000s. Um, that, I like to refer to that period as sort of like when they cared. It was like we got the, <laughs> the Simpsons game, the Lord of the Rings games, the James Bond games. Oh, God. Um, you know, then like, the Def Jam stuff. They used to put their money in the best places, and uh, I wonder now if their approach is something more similar to to the Avengers game where it's like okay what can we get that is a repeatable monetizable model that we can just give to a fandom and it'll just take over yes um, but at the same time you would like to think that they've learned from their mistakes or at least the mistakes of the of their competitors because um, the Avengers bombed its arse off well, I don't the thing is, I don't want one of them mate the thing is my get dude, it away from me <laughs> well, nor do I first off I don't want anyone to repeat those same mistakes mm. however how long have I worked here now five crisp years I mean, almost <laughs> once a year in crisp one of these me there, um, 
news videos, I have said EA have to learn from their mistakes. They can't <laughs> keep doing the same thing over and over again. I'm like Aaron well. Paul and breaking up, breaking Matt. And every time I say that, they uh, they, they, they prove, me, prove me wrong yeah. and repeat the same mistakes that they and other publishers have done before. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't want to be too cynical about this, but yes, you would think that they would look at the Avengers and think we can't do a live service game like that. That feels soulless. We need to do something. Mm. Arguably original with mm-hmm. the Marvel Universe, like um, Insomniac did with Spider-Man, because mm-hmm. you know that was yes a self-contained single-player first story-driven game, yep. but it also did things with the Spider-Man Universe that wasn't just rehashing stuff that we'd seen in the movies mm-hmm. or spe- specifically the MCU. You know, it was very much Insomniac Spider-Man. So yeah. if EA were to do this, I would want to see, and God forbid this phrase is going to come back and bite me, I would want to see EA's Marvel game. I would want them to <laughs> properly do something different with it and not just be like, this is popular, this is popular, let's make it. Kick. The thing is, like, they've had such a weird trajectory across the last, like, it's like the last sort of 10 years. They were the, one of the biggest companies to go, single player's dead, no one wants single player. And then they tried delving into all the different, like I said, loot systems, the likes of Battlefront was completely ravaged by those things, and the Starcard system, and all these different multiplayer flat platforms that didn't really take off. Like Battlefield 2, Battlefront 2, became one of the best Star Wars games of all time, um, but it took a while to get there, and yes. it was ravaged by EABS um, for quite a long time until it did. And so that kind of led to them going like, hmm, maybe care and attention is good. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got the likes of Jedi Fallen Order, and you had Jason West, and the general sort of way that Rebellion has been led as a dev, prioritizing single player again. And look what happens when you put the money into the right places, Amazing. Mr. Andrew Wilson. And so there's things like that where I kind of go, have they realized? Mm. Have they remembered how to make the games? Because I kind of want to just do the hand, like the Will Smith thing, and be like, look at all this stuff that you made in the 2000s that I, made us give us life memories. I think that, you know, judging on how they have steered the Star Wars license since the disaster mm. of Battlefront 2's launch, they, they clearly have learned some of their lessons. Like you said, you know, Fallen Order to them was a big surprise, but to everyone else clamoring <laughs> for a story-driven single-player Star Wars game where you play as a Jedi, it was a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. So since then, you know, they've released Squadrons, they've got a bunch of other games in development, like I said. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, they apply that new knowledge to the Marvel Universe mm-hmm. and don't just, you know, get greedy with it. Because it, we, we know from the Star Wars deal yes. that it actually costs them, like, a lot of money to make these licensed games. It's not as lucrative as just getting a brand that can... Uh, you know, print money for them. Like mm. the way that the deals work out, uh, it's 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 more of a risk for them to actually make a licensed game than it is to bank on their biggest homegrown franchise. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I tell what's interesting as well is what kind of game they do because um, you think about the way that Marvel have diversified their portfolio recently. You do have the Insomniac stuff. You've got Spider-Man. You've got Wolverine coming out. You've got uh, Fire Access doing Midnight Suns, which was a property that I hadn't even heard of. I know the name's different if you read the comics. Um, but at the same time, I like Marvel going, okay, let's take advantage of all these different devs' greatest strengths and do a story-focused game over here, do a card battler thing over here. What the hell, if you're Marvel and you're sort of satelliting <laughs> around EA, what are their strengths? They're sort of in platform stuff. It's in Ultimate Team for as much as we despise the thing um, it makes a ton of money and they're very good at, at making those systems work and keeping those servers online and thinking of all those different ways to get as much money out of you as possible and I wonder if you know how you apply that to whatever character they want to do something with and whether it is story focused um, I did see someone on one of the Reddit threads for this just joke that maybe they can repurpose Anthem as an Iron Man game which <laughs> would absolutely work to be yeah. honest um, I don't know what you would do with that but yeah what do you think in terms of that split like I mean well, you know what, 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 is, what is the EA specialising I have two thoughts on this Scott Tilford EA <laughs> if you're a business person from Marvel going to them yes. I would say the thing that they specialise in is making money and pissing people off <laughs> so those two things aren't really at the core of any kind of central game mechanic is what I would say so I don't Jam really room. know how this game would play if you come to me and you say like you know Sony is making a Marvel game yes. I, I already know probably right, right. what form that is going to take even if you come to me and say Square Enix is making yeah. a Marvel game I kind of know what form that's going to take EA because they have so many different studios you know they've got Bioware making RPGs they've mm. got DICE making first person shooters they've got their sports teams doing all of the sports games they don't necessarily specialise in one thing so I, no. it uh, entirely depends on which team they give it to IMO and mm. I would even go one step further yes. and ask which hero or heroes are they actually going to adapt? Because I mean, yeah. Sony has Spider-Man, like you said, Wolverine coming up, mm-hmm. uh, the Avengers over at Square Enix, all, uh, and Guardians over there. Like, who is left? Who is left that as a big name for them to make a game about? Well, it kind of is someone like an Iron Man, but at the same time, you think of where the MCU is at. I mean, I'm, I'm weird with the MCU. I feel completely... <laughs> he's a freak with it. <laughs> I think that I'm completely disconnected from it, and I don't know how much I share that with Simpatico with other people, um, because the more people I talk to in real life, they do say that. They say that it's past it's best, it's past end game. You know, they can't replicate that, and I feel checked out. I feel completely checked out. And so, which character do you then hang an EA-based game on that is still relevant to where we are in the MCU? I don't know. I saw that uh, Mighty Thor, uh, Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda? Jane Fonda, not Jane, Jane Fonda. Fonda. Jane Foster. Jane Foster, it's very close. Um, <laughs> Jane Fonda has uh, been added to uh, the Avengers game. She's one of the latest DLC characters, and I was like, that's so cool. I wish that game was in a better place and made me want to play it right. because I would totally play as the Mighty Thor. And so, I don't know if the likes of you know the next generation of heroes, if that is something that you can hang a wider amount of product or you know 
investment on yeah. to go well, forward. I think there's definitely enough. You know, there are definitely enough heroes that could headline, mm. you know, one of these titles. And it's funny that you bring up bring up the Avengers and game Jane because yeah. and Jane Fonda. Uh, because the Avengers game, like you said, you know, had all of these characters that were like really interesting to play mm. but didn't really get fleshed out enough that could carry their own game. Like mm. I thought Ms. Marvel was really great in the Avengers game. Like yes. Black Panther was really fun to play mm-hmm. as. And like you said, now we've got the mighty Thor in there. So there are a lot of these characters with unique skill sets and you know obviously incredibly rich worlds to pull from. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, trying to figure out what EA thinks is the most bankable. Which has the most monetizable mo- elements. Absolutely. Which of those heroes has the most monetizable elements and that is incredibly sad to think about, <laughs> isn't it? What a, what, a, what, a, what a horrific sentence to say. I wonder, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to shout out down in the comments below. I, I'm going to throw my hat in the ring for an Iron Man game. I feel like we are long overdue a dedicated Iron Man game. And I didn't mind the movie tie-in ones, not the mobile one. But the first one was alright. The VR game was really good, I'll tell you that. That was alright, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah. was like blasting boys all over the show. I like the one where you could fly around in the canyons. I think it was Iron Man 1, and you were sort of redirecting your power, and it was like, right. oh, if you want to do repulsor blasts, and you could like redirect it to the hands, yeah. and you could redirect it to the chest and do the thing. I like that whole approach, and I'm thinking in terms of EA monetizability, that they could go, they could sell you all the armor sets and all the different color paint, all different paint shaders. I, you do that. I'm going to ask you one question do before it. we drop off this video because that's how we do we just drop through the floor just beer, yeah. um, who out of the EA developer uh, you know family mm. would you choose to actually make a I Marvel game I only really trust Rebellion at this point Rebellion Rebellion Respawn what's wrong with my head I don't know friend. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go with Respawn um, I don't know I've got Rebellion on the brain but still <laughs> Sniper Elite I guess it was a good game yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. just always there um, yeah I only really trust um, a Respawn considering they were the ones that righted the ship and they were the ones even after announcing their game in the crowd and um, were still able to get the sales and make the, the, the top brass at EA realise why they are in the industry in the first place or hopefully um, so I would trust them but at the same time I know they have tons on it's, so well, I, don't, I don't know what you would give them that um, is what yeah. I was going to segue into because like you said you know that's maybe the only studio you trust and from what I can gather looking outside into EA mm. I think that's the only studio EA trusts because yeah, they've got like, like you it. know Vince Zampella who is obviously you know in charge of Respawn it's like can you oversee Battlefield can you do these Star Wars games mm. can you do Apex Legends like that team is currently becoming stretched in a lot of different directions uh-huh. and why I would love while I would love a Marvel game from them I keep thinking how many plates can they spend before <laughs> they start to fall and I don't want to see EA kind of put all of that pressure mm-hmm. on just one team no matter how big or how good they are no totally I mean there's also the fact that if you think about like EA's bread and butter and where their money is it is in their own proprietary engines like that was the whole thing with prioritizing Battlefield over the fact that Mass Effect Andromeda was a mess and maybe that means that the Marvel game is a first person thing mm-hmm. which was a whole other cancelled game there was a cancelled Avengers game that was going to be first person um, at the start of the 2010s it wasn't EA but um, that was sort of rumbled back then point being that you can let us know what you think down in the comments below who the living hell do you give a Marvel property to inside EA and do you remotely trust them to get it right for now I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com I've been Josh from WhatCulture.com and we'll catch you next time bye bye Jane Fonda Rebellion (laughs) ACAST powers the world's best podcasts here's a show that we recommend The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, 
wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.